This is an RNZ podcast. If you sneak a peek at a political journalist's diary or their wall planner, one of the first entries for the year will be Ratana. Every year for the past 25 years, the annual celebrations at Ratana Pa, just south of Whanganui, have kicked off the political year, a fair bit before the Waitangi commemorations and before MPs and journalists descend on Wellington for the parliamentary year. The Ratana ceremonies usually attract the invited political party leaders, including the Prime Minister, as well as Māori leaders, Komatua, and of course the Morehu, the followers of the Ratana church and faith from around the country. But this year, only a handful of MPs with ties to the faith attended this week's events, and no other politicians were among the Manuheri were invited guests. And that was due to disagreements at the PA and among the church's executive committee about how to run the event this year and wider rifts within the church over its future leadership. And all that meant that far fewer reporters turned up as well. But one who did was Stuff's Joel Maxwell, who reported this. Internal disagreements also appeared to have spilled over for the media with the organisers requiring Stuff to sign a media accreditation agreement that would make Stuff run a lengthy disclaimer prominently at the top of any story. The disclaimer stated that the opinions of people interviewed in the story did not necessarily reflect the official policy of the church or its national executive. But one former reporter writing about Ratana in the Whanganui Chronicle last week, Lee Marama McLaughlin, said the absence of politicians and the media this year may actually be no bad thing. The former RNZ reporter, who's now communications manager for the iwi Nā Tangata Tiaki o Whanganui, said that she'd been uncomfortable with politicians taking centre stage at Ratana. And... The media portrayal of the event is often whitewashed and their presence at times feels intrusive. But surely an important and colourful event in the Māori calendar, and the political one, should be read about, heard about and seen by people via the mainstream media. So over the years in my role as a Māori news journalist for RNZ, I've gone to Ratana um, multiple times. What I notice every year is you've got all these hokainga people milling around, wakawanaungatanga happening, kotahitanga, lots of chatting, lots of um, people catching up and then you sort of have this huge contingent of um, political reporters, mainstream media, all huddling around in a particular place, um, waiting for the politicians. It's really clear that the entire focus is on um, the politicians, is on the Prime Minister. It doesn't really feel like they are there for Tahu Pōtiki Wurramura Tanao. It doesn't really feel like they're there to shine some light or to inform the wider public on what happens at Ratana or the people of Ratana or or even some sharing some history about Tahu Pōtiki. It's like um, very narrow focus on what the politicians are going to do that day, what they're going to say, what they're going to bring to the table. And I've always felt really uncomfortable with it. You know, 90% of them can't speak Māori, so right there you've got a group of media who aren't going to understand what the hokainga or what the people of Ratana are bringing to the table or what their concerns are. I really think that it's a missed opportunity on the part of the media to really spend some time out there and to understand more about the context of Ratana or to, to promote some of the beautiful things that are happening within those communities. Instinctively, it feels like it feels wrong if this is an important cultural event in the Māori calendar and an important one in the political calendar. If the public can't find out about it, see, see it, read, hear about it um, through mainstream media because reporters are there? Yeah, exactly. And 
In the years that I've worked there, it's become really clear to me that um, the newsworthiness of Ratana to mainstream media comes down to the Prime Minister being there and other politicians and what kind of story they're going to sell to try and get the Māori vote. um, When I was reporting there, I'd always make an effort to start off my life crosses or any of my pieces with a a history about Ratana and a whole lot of um, cordial around what everyone is doing and what the environment is like and what the atmosphere is like because it's important to highlight these beautiful events that Māori people have around the motu. It's important to, to report on Māori in this way. And, if, and in this instance, you've got thousands of happy Māori people thriving in their cultural identity, thriving in their religion, and it's completely ignored. For example, um, I was reporting one day and I was about to cross live and I um, I said to the producer, you know, I'm going to start talking about the birthday, I'm going to start talking about the events that um, have been taking place here, about the church, and I was told, no, you will start with what the Prime Minister has just said on the Pi Pi because it has news value now. And we've, we've seen similar sort of criticisms, similar feelings about uh, coverage of Waitangi down the years where people have said they're here for the, um, in past years for conflict or for, for politics and to see what the, the political debate will be, not, not for the actual event itself. Does that create some of the same sort of weariness? Yeah, Waitangi, a uh, similar thing happens there. I remember last, not last Waitangi, but the Waitangi before, a series of stories came out from the Pai Pai, all of them covering what the politicians had said. I couldn't find one story that just articulated everything that was said on the pie from people from Te Tai Tokido. You know, the iwi leaders, Kōrero, didn't feature as prominently as what politicians say. And I think we need to be careful when we just give airtime to promises that our politicians bring to the table at those events. I think we need to be using our platforms to highlight how the hokainga is feeling about the government's performance. Um, it shouldn't just come down to what all the Pākehā politicians say at these events. You know, most of the politicians are Pākehā, um, and that's just the way it is. But, yeah, it would be great if these events weren't made all about them. Um, you know, mainstream media should take the opportunity to build relationships with some of these people at these events and focus on a, a bigger picture, paint, paint the bigger picture. But it's a bit difficult for mainstream media reporters to do that if, for example, at the moment, you know, have this particular circumstance with the administration of the church where they're obviously wary about having the media, in fact, outsiders of any kind and guests being there at a time when there's division among the church. That uh, There's that strange thing where the stuff reporter uh, reported, you know, being asked to sign a kind of uh, waiver thing that, that would state that the opinions of anyone he interviewed might not reflect the official policy of the church or its executive. So, I mean, difficult for the media to do it if they're not really <laughs> being restricted in their reporting and given that signal that actually, for their own reasons, the people running the show might not really want the media and their scrutiny on the ground there. Yeah, well, perhaps we need to understand the wakapapa to that thought and where that comes from because I know that there were Māori media at Atana this year. You know, the church welcomed Māori media this year and Māori reporters were there telling stories. I think we need to reflect on past coverage of Ratana and ask ourselves why there was that lack of trust perhaps in mainstream media on the part of Ratana or on the part of um, members of the church. Yeah, and indeed in your column you said... um the media portrayal of the event is often whitewashed and the presence at times of media feels intrusive. Um, 
But when you say whitewash, do you mean that perhaps uh, the mainstream media has a Pakeha focus and that's what you mean there? Or are you saying there that they're actually avoiding the real issues? It's just the surface politics. Yeah, a bit of both. I mean, how can you tell the whole side of the story if you don't understand what half the people there are saying? How can you report on what's important to Datana or kind of the, the, the discussion between the two if you're just relying on um, stand-ups with media um, next to the timiapada? When I say whitewash, I just mean that the focus is always Pākehā and, and the stories are written for a Pākehā audience. And, and the, I mean, one of the biggest stories that came out of Ratana was Baby Neve on the Pai Pai being super cute. And I understand that, you know, I understand um, why that's interesting for the wider public. But, man, when you think about the enduring relationship between the Atana and Labour and you think about all of these years of, of sort of discussions and trying to progress things with our Māori and um, I just think it's a shame that when we get to these events it, I don't think that the focus is where it should be. Well finally Lemarama, in your column you did say uh, at the end after 2020 perhaps we could all do with a bit of a reset and a chance to uh, replenish our wairua. Um Do you think next year Things will be perhaps back back to normal, and we will see those big name politicians. It will be that, you know, political kick off the year event, and uh, you know the media will be back um, as it has been in the past. I do hope that the politicians return to that, and I do think it is ultimately an important opportunity for our Maori to um, essentially confront the government over outcomes for Maori, and um, it's the opportunity to sort of be in the spotlight, to elevate their concerns into the public space. Um, but this year in particular, I was comfortable with, with politicians not being there, and I do think that ultimately they needed that time away from the public eye. The focus couldn't be on the government, couldn't be on anything other than um, mending relationships within the church. Um, so on one hand, you know, I'm just trying to acknowledge room for improvement, in terms of media coverage of the event and the domination of, or the way they dominate the event and just trying to educate people that there is more to Dātana than what is usually portrayed and what is um, highlighted in mainstream media. But I do think that ultimately it is um, a win for our people to have politicians turning up at the start of the year to Waitangi, to Dātana. They are important opportunities. We don't get them often. And um, I wouldn't like to see this set a precedent at all for future hui like this. That's Lee Marama McLaughlin, former RNZ reporter, now the communications manager for the iwi Natangata Tiaki o Whanganui and a columnist every week in the local paper, the Whanganui Chronicle.